Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of This Is Not A Drill. This week, we have the great and powerful DJ Murakami of Strong Camps on Instagram. If you guys don't know about DJ and his unique take on training, but is it unique? Is it ancient? You decide. Um, first, we must talk a little bit about we got superorganism.space where we host some recipes. We will start, uh, we have the podcast on there. We have the store where you can get a t-shirt or a poster from either the superorganism t-shirt or the wizard chronicles poster uh in you can also get the wizard chronicles album from itunes or listen to it on spotify whatever you got but um also we have superorganism on patreon if you guys want to support the podcast you guys like what we're doing like the stuff we're putting out and um want to support us that's a good way to support us you'll you can get early um versions of the podcast without intros you can get exclusive music that joe and i create that may not make it into a published record you who knows you might get insights on on new things coming up just whatever superorganism is doing uh so anyways superorganism on patreon but ultimately we just love you guys listening your support is your attention and your attention is the most priceless thing that you have so we are gracious for your gifts um this week dj brings it down makes us all stronger by educating us in his uh, wonderful way. But with no further ado, this is not a drill. Thanks for joining us on This Is Not A Drill. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so um, I've been seeing your page online, uh, on Instagram, seeing you killing it, doing crazy stuff. Uh, I think what really caught my eye was last summer I saw you picking up some crazy boulders, and I was like, what's this guy up to? You know, that's, a, <laughs> that's not a regular weight to be working with, you know? And um, just reading what you post, um, like, what got you into doing all this crazy stuff? Yeah, um, I guess how I look at it now is barbells are kind of an odd thing for humans to be picking up, if you think about it, on yes. an evolutionary scale, right? Um, honestly, I just 
that was in my backyard. I have a bunch of rocks and shit on the ground. And I would walk past it all the time, and I would just try to lift it up. There was really one rock that I couldn't lift up. And it was a, just a cool challenge. Yeah. And it was just a fun thing to do. But following that, just uh, philosophically and how I view training now, I now see it as a profound thing. Like these are things we have been picking up for, you know, a long time. Yeah. And there's a lot of benefits in just organic strength in a sense. Um, things that aren't linear and things that have a lot of variables. And these are all mm. things that, kind of kept us in check and, and helped us become yeah. healthy people and anti-fragile. Yes. So, yeah, but, but on the surface, uh, it's cool to pick up rocks. It looks cool. <laughs> Definitely. But there's something inherent about the wisdom of nature and the guiding variables. And um, I'm, I've also... I've read Nassim Taleb's Anti-Fragile is a powerful, powerful book with ideas that I'm still digesting. Um, and that, you know, that is kind of what I thought when I saw what you were doing. I was like, ah, yes, this is the essence. They've distilled barbells, which there's a lot more going on than just barbell in carry this log to the other side of the ta of the stream or something and you just you need that log over there like in how many mil millennia were we doing that so yeah i i, I totally see that um i can't i can't imagine it just started that way you know like what were you were you into this kind of training all along since you were a kid or or what, what really drew you into this direction? Um, well, shit. That's kind of how it started, just curiosity. Really? Um, but I, I kind of had an existential crisis in my own training. I went through in high school kind of the, the bodybuilder uh, phase. Naturally. Machines and isolating. Um, it jacked me up a little bit. Uh, I went into the... Uh, power bodybuilding powerlifting the basic big three starting strength phase and nice. i got jacked up doing that <laughs> went into the um crossfit phase i did that for a couple years yeah super jacked up from that <laughs> um and i did uh the functional training and that was boring and i actually had some injuries from that right body weight only for a couple years like calisthenics style Mm. joints got beat up from that mm. um weightlifting which i love that was a huge injury from that and that it's kind of in a depression like what what is the path what is the way yeah to um what i thought of as physical enlightenment you know because mm. all these people are selling it like we have the way just do this and you'll you'll get these results you'll look like me you'll be functional um and then I started going down uh, 
path of like uh, FRC was a rabbit hole I got into, and that changed my perspective on movement. Ido Portal, I started seeing that it was something deeper than just a method or a way of moving. Mm. So, um, yeah. So, so the whole rock thing, I literally stumbled upon it, <laughs> and then uh, retroactively gave it a reason of why I thought it was important. But right. yeah. <laughs> That's that's the story behind that. That's awesome. And, you know, it's interesting you mentioned Ido Portal because I'm a huge MMA fan, and I, he didn't come into my um, universe until Conor McGregor came out of nowhere moving like a panther and, and eating souls. And <laughs> meanwhile, the one thing that really stood out and made that unique was he had this dude that was like making him balance on uh, handrails and, and doing all these very interesting things, squatting while he's balancing and really um, made me think like, what is that guy up to? And I'd, I'd never um, really gone into his rabbit hole, which seems like something that I would have obviously um, would have, should have looked into, but there was something unique about, um, the, just the profound statement that you, that it is when you're scrolling through Instagram, there's people power snatching and, and there's all the things. And then there's this dude picking up this crazy rock super high or yesterday or something. I saw you post a video where you were hanging from one arm and you were holding, a sandbag with the other arm and this is and you're the same guy that's talking about all these injuries from all these other um training methods so like that's some sneaky science you've tapped into there because that to me yells all sorts of shoulder issues and the fact that you were so stable in that situation is how do you how do you get to a point where you can do that is that something that you train for and then test or something you build up to yeah, it was on an arm I had surgery on, too. Whoa! Um, so, I, it's kind of, it could be deceiving uh, looking at it from the outside. Mm. So, a lot of the things I'm doing is testing and playing around with tasks. I, I look at it as an external task, mm. which is just like A to B. Can you do this? Right. Um, and that's, I wouldn't consider that my training. I consider that more just playing around. Um, but the training, I, I take a look inward and say, let's take the shoulder, for example. Does that shoulder joint function like a human shoulder joint? What capacity does it have? And I think most people go, you know, a few layers too far and, and they say, what can what movement can you do? Let's let's give you a movement screen because your body is gonna your body's the body is smarter than we are. You know, mm. <laughs> it has an intelligence. It's gonna figure out a way to accomplish the task you're giving it. Um, so if we take it back to the isolation level, which people have gone against for some reason, just at the joint, what can it do? Does it have internal external rotation? Mm. What are the ranges it can actively achieve? 
once you open up freedom in that, and that's the boring work, that's the stuff I don't really post that much, mm. then you could put it in the outside in the world and test it, and it'll be safer, you know? Mm. Um, and I think we should be testing it outside in the world. Like, we talked about The Rock, mm -hmm. um, because it's so chaotic, we can't really pinpoint the benefits we're getting for that. Mm -hmm. And this is something... Um, in anti-fragile mm. where I think we like the barbell and these linear things because we can grasp it and we do know everything about it and can yes. measure it and it's efficient and, and we see it on paper mm -hmm. and when there's all these variables we get scared because right. we aren't we don't know if we're prepared for it we don't know um, everything that's happening and we like to, to know these things but yeah. like you said nature has a wisdom to it so I like to um, get back to, to the shoulder in the video. Yeah, yeah. Make, just make shit work nice and then let it play out there in the world or, or test it out mm -hmm. in, in the chaos of the world with mm -hmm. the variables. So I think uh, that's kind of my what I'm doing with my workshops and online training is trying to balance those two, like the barbell concept, you know, have yeah. those two. And then I think that's the most benefits and the safest way to go instead of in the middle, which is exercise progression for indefinite, you know, right. get good at this. Now go to the next step. Now go to the next step. And you're doing this very specific thing that you're not getting all this uh, natural variables in. And you're also not thinking, well, yeah, I can do this, but Am I working on the tools that are helping me do it safely? Yes. Uh, and, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. And it's uh, obvious, but not until it's explained like that. You know, like I, to me, the the way I've I've gone into training and what I think was a s similar. Um, thing that um i think you've you went to the root of the thing and that's why i love what you do but to me i i was like okay i do jujitsu and i go okay well if it doesn't help me in jujitsu it's probably my ego in which case i should be doing stuff that makes me better in jujitsu and that will be my ground and jujitsu seemed like a natural enough thing that it led me towards movements like the Turkish get up and um, things where I was focusing more on the natural dealing with chaos as opposed to the, you know, sitting on the Smith machine and trying to see how many plates I can stack up on the side. But what's that? What good does that do me? you know, when somebody's trying to choke me against my will, for example. Um, and what is um, incredible about what you're doing, too, is you're, you're, I see you help people expand their range of motion with these tiny little tests. And I've tried them myself, you know, like I, there was something where they're like, I saw somebody laying on their chest and there was, you were seeing how high they can lift their hand up and and 
come over this obstacle and ba then back down. And I tried doing that and realized, like, probably got some work to do, you know. Mm -hmm. And it, I'm sure that you're, you've come across so many uh, casts or, I don't know, common symptoms of the domesticated world. Is there anything that stands out to you that somebody might not think of that comes up a lot? Yeah. Um, I mean, anything with a barbell, mm. uh, you, you have to do it in a proper way um, or else people get offended. Uh, so <laughs> if, if I take a rock or a sandbag or a, a slosh pipe and I maybe do something weird with it um, or go into an irregular squat or my knees in, people mm. are like, oh, that's cool, or, or go on the ground with it and get up. That You know, it's awesome. But if you do that with a barbell, the people in these <laughs> sports, these uh, you know, they have that dogmatic look like, dude, this is the way you have to do that if you have a barbell and you're going to hurt yourself. Right. For some reason, using that tool um, makes it bad, but if I were to do it with a rock or a sandbag, you're like, oh, that's cool. You know, right. just have that attachment to it because it is attached to rules, you know, in a sport, which is an arbitrary sport. Right. We're picking up a, a man-made tool up from a height which was determined by the size of the, the plate. Like, like people are really good. I'm like, you got to get your mobility to, to touch the bar here. And what if we invented bar, like plates that were that big, you'd have to go lower and you'd be doing a deficit. Yeah. What if you're picking something up from the knees? You know, like it's just an arbitrary <laughs> position. There's nothing magical about it. But unless you're in the sport, when you're in the sport, you got to go by the rules and do things the right way. And they figure that out. But right. that doesn't apply to me or anyone else right. who doesn't give a shit about doing a powerlifting meet, right? Yeah. Um, so we get casted in every, even a, a Turkish getup, like you said. When the hell am I ever going to get a Turkish getup off the ground, you know? Um, yeah. I'm never going to be in that situation. It's great to work a lot of different joints and do a lot of specific things. But just know that it's something someone made up. And there's nothing magical about it. Yeah. You know, we, we could say that about anything, really. Yeah. Um, so something being determined as functional um, depends solely on the, on the individual. Um, so if you're in a kettlebell competition, uh, doing that snatch is functional for you. If you're in powerlifting, that is functional for you. Um, if you're not, you got to figure out why you're doing it in the first place. Mm. Um, yeah, you never know. Yeah. I think it's interesting, too, because with, I think that CrossFit kind of filled that niche. Like, like, I'm not really doing anything else. Like, I'm just, this is the sport. So, okay, CrossFit is the sport of working out. And working out with, like, very specific tools um that was you know what's cool about the go outside find a rock pick it up see if you can pick it up you know f find a tree see if you can do pull-ups even though the branch isn't parallel to the ground and like 
that's another one. Like, who decided that a pull-up bar is the, the the ultimate? Like, why is it that flat, round? I mean, I get it. It's this um, rationalized, scientifically reduced branch of metal. But at the same time, there there's an, an interesting thing that happens when you try to do a pull-up on a branch and you've never done that. It's like... You have to compensate for the the angle of the branch, and you have to use different muscles in different ways. And um, I think it makes you stronger. In how would you um, determine? Uh, so I I think there was something you said where uh, ultimately like a strong shoulder is a safe shoulder um and that all the like that test that you were doing where you were hanging with the sandbag and one arm on the on the on the bar i think that there's no doubting that's a strong shoulder and there's and if you're safe like that like when are you ever going to be in a more dangerous shoulder situation than holding a heavy ass bag of sand while you're swinging with one arm you know so um yeah that that is a really profound perspective i think to take into training and i think a lot of times people can get lost chasing what some like bodybuilding nowadays is like that's not even a person i don't know i don't know what that is like th that dude could not chase me down the street because he would pass out his head is goes straight to the top of his delts and you know and it's like that although that's it's like i don't even know if that's a sport or if like it's a activity um but it's 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 just like you can go down these rabbit holes that end up hurting you in the long term where it's like way more interesting and there's way more of an infinity of possibilities when you take your natural world, your every day world and you train for that in a functional way. Um, that, that's really cool, man. So Joe, what's you thinking? Oh, I was just thinking about like the, um, when you're talking about picking up a rock and being prepared, it's like you're not even thinking about, like, this rock is 300 pounds, 400 pounds. There's no number attached to this. There's no uh, somebody saw me picking it up. Sure, you want to post it on Instagram, but that's, like, an afterthought. Like, it's not like I'm going to pick up this rock, like, for Instagram type of thing. So, like, uh, I mean, how do you keep yourself aligned with, like, um, things you want to do compared to, like, posting or, like, I think also, like, rabbit holes is being lost and it's, like, just building this social media presence and not really actually understanding the work that you're doing and obviously you you do because anti-fragile like all these things are clearly evident um yeah what was the question uh how do i uh i mean just not getting a lot like keeping yourself balanced is really probably where i'm getting at like the most simple way to say it yeah um so uh, a few things, Leo, about what you were saying. Uh, yeah. Bodybuilding. I consider bodybuilding a sport. I consider CrossFit a sport. Mm. Um, and, 
Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want to fight The Rock. Does The Rock right. do bodybuilding style training? Did he run me down? I could outrun The Rock. I think. He was a, That's he a was contest. A Let's just set that up. Player, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I think so. I don't want to get caught in the whole. We should all be training natural outdoors. Mm. How you know, like a caveman, right? Because um, we're not cavemen anymore. Thank God. You know, we, I wouldn't be talking to you over the internet right now. No. Um, but on the other hand, I just think the most important thing we could do is give people the freedom um, to choose what they want to do. Mm. Um, and the more freedom you have, the more choice you have, the safer you're going to be. Yes. Um, like with the shoulder, the more options you have in the real world to choose what you want to do. Because really, I wanted to add another sentence on that post I did. I think it was a strong shoulder is a safer shoulder and a safer shoulder um, allows you to explore more options out in the world. Mm. And that's really what it comes down to is you have more freedom. Yeah. And um, so I love that with that, with a bunch of freedom, Joe, like you're saying, like what? So how do you keep some sort of a a metric and a a linear progression? I guess you'd say, Mm. Um, you know, I still... I still want to be stronger at the basics, you know. Mm. I want to be able to pick up heavier weight off the ground, squat heavier weight down to the ground, press heavy weight over my head. Mm. Um, but I approach that less and less as like a strict like five by five linear periodization with increasing reps. Now I just um, make the tools work nice and. I always try to go for PR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's um, interesting. You'd probably be, um, you know, like sometimes when you put numbers on things, like then you got this weird abstraction in your head that's going around like um, uh, 45 played on each side, whatever the scenario is. Now your mind's thinking about what 45 is, but like you really don't know what 45 is until you pick it up. So like that rock, it doesn't even have a number. I'm just trying to like, you know, you're trying to personal rep and you're probably lifting heavier than like, you know, most days, like when you have a number attached to it. Yeah. And the thing is, so uh, the number doesn't mean shit, right? Because you could have a convenient kettlebell that weighs 60 pounds and then you could have 60 pounds worth of grocery. And all that number's telling you is, you know, what it weighs on a scale. Uh, you know, it's, it's the, the gravity, uh, right. sound effect on it. So, um, yeah, mass could be distributed in all different ways. So, a rock, those rocks are probably weigh a lot less than what I'm lifting with a barbell, mm. but it's a lot harder to lift, right? right? So, so does the number even matter? Um, part of it is okay. So this is a a big can of worms. No one really puts the movement intelligence, like your movement IQ, into right. the equation, right? So when you have a rock like that. You have to figure out, you have to go different angles, you're never going to pick it up the same way twice. Um, you're always trying and you're finding a solution and this is mm. a cerebral thing happening. Like you're, yes. you're interacting with the environment. You're not in a dead space just counting reps, closing your eyes and you know using just right. effort to, to get it done. You're actually solving a task. You know, that's that's yes. why we have brains, we're dealing with the environment. 
so that's something that's a metric that's like we said it's hard to write down on paper and right. it's why you can't really create a sport like CrossFit with it because it's so like you know dependent on like how do we even judge that or score that right um, I think there's a way but <laughs> like if we treated it like like skateboarding um, mm. back in the day where it's like you do a trick and it's like oh that's cool let me try to top that and you're like oh that's cool like right. It will go off of, oh, damn, that looks cool, or that was hard to lift. Like, it'll be, <laughs> I don't know if you could make a system out of that. I think but that's could. something that's missing. Uh, you know, I love that. And I was thinking, too, like, have you heard of Stephen Kotler? And yeah. his work with flow states? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when you're talking about all this computation that's occurring in the cerebrum what it feels like when i think about times when i've picked up heavy rocks for fun and you describe that whole mathematical process or i don't even know if mathematical is the right word i mean that intelligence solving a problem it's uh it puts you in a flow state differently than when you're swinging a kettlebell for 15 reps and then you know running over to do uh, power cleans it's just like it's fun and it's challenging and you can get some flow states the deeper into that challenge that you get the more exhausted the more mentally taxing it is there's a flow state there but the there's a lot of there's a different flow state when you pick up a boulder or you do something that you've never done before in that way it's it's freeing in a way it's it, I, I it's like the way learning something is satisfying does that make sense yeah that makes total sense cuz when you're when you're in the gym doing something for repetition you know you have the technical ability to do it you know you could do it um maybe you're pushing the limits maybe you're trying to get another rep or another pound but when you're um dealing with uh something complex like nature um or what you do like jujitsu another human being that's the most complex you can get um so if you're rolling around you're on the edge of competency and the unknown and you're Mm. you're moving through the unknown that's where that's where you get in that flow state so quick um so yeah, that's just an easy way to get in there, and that's why, that's why it's more fun, you know. Right. That's why we come back to it. So yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, and I I feel like doing, and the fact that you're outside a lot of the times with these cha- these things, picking up the rock, for example, or, or, I mean, you've picked up a lot of rocks in a lot of different ways, so. Um, but being outside, there's something to that. Like I remember, um, last fall as it was starting to get cold, I love to get in a lake and get that Wim Hof recalibration. And I would come out and I had this big boulder and I would, you know, pick it up a few times in the morning with the sun in the air. And like, I'm sure people thinking I'm some sort of idiot or like psycho, but I'm out there and I feel like, ah, yes, 
it finally makes sense. Like, there's something where, you know, this has all been happening for very long. And there's, there's some peace in that. There's some, um, uh, I don't know. I th- think it's na- like that natural health where, you know, you, there's trust there because it's vetted, you know. It's, it's been around. Like, I don't know why, but there's something that I feel physically in, in my entire organism that reminds me what a human is, but I can't really express it in words. But I, I can tell you that if you go get in some cold water and you pick up a rock that's heavy, you will get a taste, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wonder what that is. It's definitely being, I mean, you're in nature. It's cool to lift something that could have been sitting there for thousands of years. Right. You know, um, you put it down and it'll be there. And yeah, it's, I don't, I don't even know if it's just a novel thing, like how we romanticize being in nature because we're so outside of it. Yeah. You know, um, but it is different than, it's funny you said people think you're crazy or whatever, but yet most people are paying money to drive their car to the gym, get out, step on a moving platform mechanical treadmill, listen to music and watch the little screen that's on the treadmill <laughs> for an hour. Um, yeah. Next to a whole line of other people doing the same thing and they hop on and off. And nobody... That's fucking pretty crazy, you know? Yeah, and nobody's collecting all that energy. We're we're in the artificial exercise unit today, known as the gym, and we're thinking like, you know, you're doing sprints on the Airdyne bike. Why is nobody collecting this for energy, man? This seems like obviously <laughs> the solution to the oil epidemic, but uh, I don't know. I think well, that's someone's collecting money off of it. You they certainly it. are. Yeah. That's energy. Well, right on, man. Thanks so much for joining us. It's been a blast. Yeah. Um, what? Um, Sorry. Can you let people know uh, where they can find you and uh, what you got going on? Yeah. Um, so the best place is on Instagram at Strong Camps. Um, link to my website's on there. DanielMurakami.com. I have some workshops coming up in San Diego and New York mm. um, and Ottawa, Canada. Awesome. And yeah, you hit me up for online training. Anything you want, it'll be there. Fantastic, man. Well, uh, hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks for joining us on This Is Not A Drill. Um, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. That was fun. Season Nothing like it seems Still chasing the green Went from paper chasing to chlorophyll scenes Now I'm something in between, uh And I'm gone in it